shit sounds good i got to do a quick run through of it before i left work so that was pretty tight awesome i'm glad you think it sounds good <laughs> not not a ton of people have heard the uh heard the record and i feel like we could like talk about it a little bit if we wanted to here so that's good oh yeah for sure hell yeah how are you how was your day uh, i wasn't too bad you know just slow day at work and then deal with traffic to get home you know the usual where are you living uh so i live in minneapolis okay busy city yeah you got lots of snow there that's pretty up north that might be more north than where we are in ontario maybe uh we haven't gotten too it hasn't been too bad with snow this year it's just gotten like super cold which sucks like yeah yeah like i think last week it got down to like negative 30 or 40 and yeah that's that's fahrenheit so what would that be for us like 10 I feel like Jeremy would know what that is. <laughs> but uh, we do Celsius here. It gets up yeah, to that's like right. negative 15 Celsius in Canada. And then that's really cold. I already don't want to go outside because of like the pandemic. And then it's all so extra cold. And so I'm just like a hermit. Right. Blows, but... no, no, Skylanders are better than Bionicles. Yeah. <laughs> You're Every time. Uh, what is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Beers with Bands. And this time, I ventured outside the U.S., uh, virtually at least, because it's difficult to do that right now. Um, and I went north of the border uh, up to Bellevue, Ontario. Right, Bellevue? Got that right? Belleville. That's so Belleville. Cool. Oh. Yeah. You're good. Scrap it. We're done. Uh... <laughs> All right, I gotta go now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I... So... Up in Canada, uh, I have arm's length on today with me. Um, what's going on, guys? What's up, man? How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. <laughs> We're happy to be here. This is our. We just did our first podcast with uh, someone else uh, yesterday, so this is our second podcast ever. So we're honored to do it with you. Tight. I'm stoked. You guys wanted to be down for it. Um, if you just want to go through real quick and just kind of say who you are and what you do in the band. Sure. I'm Alan Steinberg, and I sing and play guitar in the band. Uh, I'm Jeremy. <laughs> That's it. Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm Jeremy White, a brother of Jeff, and I sing and play guitar. We can't do that bit again, dude. I'm Jeff, <laughs> a brother of Jeremy White, 
I play drums in the band arms length. And Apex Legends at a pretty high level. True, true. Jeremy too, though. You guys are both really good at Apex. Already going off topic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's true. Yeah, this is us. This is who we really are. <laughs> this is true. Trenton Kingston, Belleville. Yeah, from uh, from I'm located in Belleville right now. You didn't even ask this, but it's just trivia. Uh, Jeff is like 20 minutes away from me in Trenton, Ontario right now. And Jeremy's in Kingston. So like 45 minutes away from me. So we're all, we're, we're in pretty close proximity to each other here. Yeah. Um, now for like, for people that are like basic geography wise, where would be, like Belleville be located in terms of like uh, Toronto and stuff like that? About two and a half hours east of Toronto. And okay. also, also two and a half hours east of Ottawa or west of Ottawa rather. Sorry. So we're like in the middle of two pretty big Canadian cities. Okay, cool. Yeah. Still close enough. St still close enough where you guys could go like do stuff there, but far enough where it's kind of yeah. like, I don't really want to drive that far type deal. Yeah, anymore. like when we were playing shows, we were not playing shows here. We were going to mostly like the Toronto area or Ottawa. Um, in the, but like we recorded our EP in Toronto, so we have to always travel to do cool music. Things. Yeah, usually our uh, we filmed our music video actually just uh, locally here, like all the band footage for Garamond. If you saw that video, that was all done locally. So, but yeah, for but for the most part, we uh, we got to travel to do band shit. <laughs> that's kind of how that's that's how it was for me growing up. So like I'm I'm in Minneapolis now, but I'm originally from Iowa and. It's literally like if you don't play in, if there's not a show going on in like one town, you got to drive like two and a half hours to go play most of the other shows. So it's just a lot of like late night drives and like, you know, trying to sober up before you got to go home type deal. I feel like that's character building though. Yeah. Like, I feel like I wouldn't trade it for the world, all the <laughs> gas money we spend. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, to start out, I guess. Like, how'd you guys come together to become arm's length? Arm's length. Um, <laughs> so, again, we... So, I don't even know, man. So, I, I moved to Quinty West, Ontario, when I was, like, 13. I was born in Barrie, Ontario, and you're, you're not from around here, so that doesn't mean anything. But it's, like, pretty close to Toronto, but I moved, like, further away, further away from, like, any city. And I moved to Quinty West. And um, I was always like really, really into music. Um, and I was moving to a town that like um, didn't really have anything music going on. Like we live in like a hick city. Like it's super just like small town, like um, very like boots and hearts. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah. So I didn't really have like a ton of musical friends. And then kind of like a, uh, a cheesy like teen movie. I met Jeremy at a Halloween party when I was 15, we were both 15, I guess. And uh, he had like the emo swoop haircut and I knew something was up. I was like, this boy, <laughs> this boy likes post-hardcore music. So I, <laughs> chances like, and I was right. <laughs> I was like, you look like the singer from Silverstein. And he's like, thanks. I listened to that band and we just kind of bonded. We had similar um, music tastes and uh, we started jamming. And then Jeremy's brother happened to be Mr. Jeff White, who was like 
literally 13 at the time because yeah we were 15 so jeff had to be had yeah. to have been 13 when we started jamming and yeah it was awesome i didn't really think we'd ever have like an official band or anything going but uh about five years or no 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 about like three years i guess after we started jamming we actually wrote like full songs and um yeah that's how arms length kind of came to be it, it was a it took it took time for us to start writing songs but we've been jamming together for a really long time and that's that's our uh villain origin story <laughs> no that's awesome uh like i feel like a lot of the people i i know that have been doing music especially like my friends back home they they'd been doing it together since they were like 14 15 and those are like some of the best bands that i know of so i mean you're on a good track then you know just like geographically speaking straight up like we could have not been a band not neither i don't think any of us i'm sorry like we're all talented like obviously but i don't think any of us would have found success in our each other honestly like there's just there's like no there's like no scene really or anything in the in this town so i feel blessed <laughs> to have found my bandmates well Sorry, i'm glad you, it worked you just out. cut it out a little bit there you're good <laughs> uh but yeah no that's tight and then so fast forward to 2019 and you guys released your first ep uh, title what's mine is yours and i've been jamming this like a lot leading up to this interview and it's so good and like perfectly raw in the right spots um and like for people that are listening now and if you haven't listened to it uh go ahead and hit pause on this and just go jam it because it's so good and uh you guys got stuff coming up here in a little bit well like that's going to be released and we're going to talk about that in a little bit but i don't want to like dive away from this because it's good stuff yeah. it's great uh great first ep um sorry i just had a train of thought and i lost it <laughs> you're good you're good <laughs> but yeah it okay. is our first ep <laughs> um so yeah that came out 2019 and then you guys have spent most of the pandemic writing and getting this new new uh, release ready to go. Yeah. All the yeah. songs were, like, written before the pandemic. We started recording them, like, right when the pandemic broke out. Like, we were, like, recording No Sleep when okay. it got really bad, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I remember, Jeff, we, we were sitting in the studio, and... We were just like every once in a while we'd like check our phones it's like every half hour like oh shit like COVID 19 in canada oh shit so i don't know if hanks. i can Tom hanks swear. oh yeah, no Tom yeah, hanks. You, can, you can swear you're good okay perfect and then <laughs> it got to the point like the what was it the second day of recording no sleep where it's like oh jeff's not going back to school when we go back jeff's on like spring break for yeah, a year forever right now <laughs> yeah it was wild um we were so we were in toronto which uh um, is obviously like was a COVID kind of still is a COVID hotspot so it was kind of scary us like out of town people to um, go to Toronto where COVID kind of started being like a 
a virus nest. <laughs> it was just scary. But we, we were literally in the studio when all that stuff was going down. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, and, like, they didn't make you, like, like leave the studio and, like, cancel your recording sessions or anything like that? We got her done. So we were supposed to release No Sleep a long time ago. <laughs> um, we only ended up releasing it, like, what, not even a week ago right now. But, uh, yeah, so we recorded the rest of the five songs in June of 2020. Um, but No Sleep we did back in, like, uh, March? March. Early March. March. It would have been, like, March That's when the pandemic happened. 20th? Yeah, yeah I want to say, like, around there. And, um, yeah, we were supposed to release No Sleep, like, before. But... Um, we just like didn't because of the pandemic. It just like ruined a lot of our like plans. We were supposed to do like a music video for it. Um, that just didn't work out. Uh, a, a like we have one now, but originally it didn't work out. So our plan just kept getting like fucked up by COVID. Um, yeah, like we literally had to cancel some of our music video shoots because of the pandemic. Um, we were supposed to go to like Toronto area to record, but then our our um our cameraman's girlfriend's mom got covid so we didn't chance that so that delayed our process like two weeks and then et cetera et cetera it just built up but it hasn't been um like we're, we're there now is what i'm trying to say so yeah. that's all that matters but yeah we, we experienced obviously um just like any other band lots and lots of delays and stuff with uh with covid yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i mean it's good that you guys Early, we're at least on like this end of it and you guys are able to get everything prepped and ready um like yeah. like you just mentioned uh you guys just released the single no sleep and uh carry on the recently um so those are both really sick and it's leading up to this what's gonna be a really sick new release um which is gonna be titled uh what is it everything's fine everything's everything nice yes um which this recording is going to be coming out afterwards, but it's it, so it in terms is already out, so to speak. Um, but what can people that at least haven't listened to it at this point expect for this new release compared to like your last one? Huh. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. What else? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I do really feel like as songwriters, we all matured, like, with what's mine is yours the first ep those were the first songs we wrote and it was like the writing process for that was like alan sending me a voice memo and then me sending one back and then us realizing oh these like fit together really well and then that's how loathe was written it was the first song we ever wrote as a band and then um for the newest release everything nice um we all really matured as songwriters and in the years that we've been playing together we can really feed off of each other which is really nice. So kind of expecting subconsciously what somebody's going to do when you're jamming and then that actually becomes a part is really fun. Straight up, Jeff has yeah. Jeff has taken the biggest step. Like it's crazy to me. I I just can't listen like so the drumming on our first EP, I I want to say that EP is like it has a lot of charm. Like it's definitely not perfect. Um I know a lot of people still like fuck with it and I'm uh, very grateful for that, but like it mostly just has charm. Like the guitar production is really, really good, but as a whole, like we did zero pre-production for those songs. Those were literally just like raw, our ideas. We did every single idea that we came up with 
our producer, uh, Nick Ginn, uh, produced What's Mine Is Yours, that EP, um, did a fantastic job, uh, blew it out of the park for our first ever EP, but like we didn't do pre-production. So we never talked about like song structures, never talked about like, oh, it'd be sick if we did that there, um, really. Like we never really switched anything around. Those were just literally our ideas like um, in their purest form, I wanna say, which is sick, but like there's the other end of it. It's like, just like not a lot of thought maybe, like maybe not enough thought went into it. But this time around, we like kind of cut off the fat, I wanna say. And like um, the drumming's like perfect on What's Mine Is Yours, but Jeff, uh is a way better drummer now sorry jared is, is my sound okay like what's up is it good sorry I no, you hear so you. Fun. sorry i have roommates that are loud oh <laughs> my bad sorry <laughs> I can hear you. Like, see you click the button and you look like django fat um but <laughs> what i wanted to say after this i wanted to like pat jeff on the back because like he became a way better songwriter and when your drummer's a better like a a good songwriter your songs automatically just like flow better and i think our songs like we have choruses now right like loathe kind of has a chorus but like watercolor doesn't have a chorus it's a great song but it doesn't have like it's like anthemic but it doesn't have a chorus talking with the hands again too has that like nice ending that's sick but like it takes so long to get there and i know that's part of the appeal but i feel like on this ep we've like we have that appeal still that anthemic appeal but it just it's quicker and it's like it's just like better in my opinion <laughs> but i uh yeah I'm, I'm really excited i think we've just gotten a lot better and jeff is a fantastic drummer <laughs> thank you cheers to that <laughs> jeff to the moon yeah with two uh, years of high school will do two and a half what with two years of high school will do to an mf Allen. <laughs> yeah, I guess that eh? <laughs> really makes me think. But yeah, what do you think? I, I want to no, I, I totally understand that where you're saying, like, compared to the first release to this one, you can definitely see the the progression in you guys, and it's definitely more refined uh, than than the first release. Um, whereas the first one was pretty raw, as you could tell, like with like when you were mentioning with like the guitars and stuff. Um, it's a solid release and I'm stoked for everyone else to, to hear it. Um, especially with like the two singles coming out already. Like it's, it's going to be sick for people that are just about to listen to it. Like I've only got a chance to run through those extra songs once. And I know if I sit down and like fully let them envelop me, like they're going to be sick. So yeah. Can't wait to hear your thoughts um, when it comes out, I guess, eh? and you have a chance to listen to it again. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm like personally like nervous to release it. Um, just straight up, like, <laughs> I guess like because of the pop punk vibes that we have now, oh, it's yeah. like, like, I think it's sick, but like, like I, I love pop punk music. Like, I'm not gonna lie, pop, like it's just good music. But um, I just feel like a lot of people aren't expecting it from us, but I feel like, we honestly do a really cool job of like mixing it up on every song. So like, um, I guess people will know these songs when uh, this podcast is released. Like Gallows is like an arm's length song. That's exactly what you'd expect us to release. Um, Like it's 
that's probably like my second favorite on the album um it's a very like very dynamic song lots of soft moments lots of like loud powerful anthemic moments but then there's like safer skin which is literally just sasha by turnover um with like an emo spin at the end uh but i think i'm just like too hard on our like process because the song slaps it's just like i don't think people are gonna expect us to like roll in with the db like the because like not a lot of bands do that shit anymore but i don't know i'm excited for it i hope people like it um especially like leading into this release like who's like what are you guys listening to that's really influencing the sound <laughs> Bruno Mars. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is like a band's dream question to be asked because they can just be like i listen to like this little band yeah. that you've never heard of <laughs> right um but I don't know man i don't even know what like i was thinking like if we were to make like a playlist what songs would we include like like avril that lavigne is, like that inspired us avril lavigne like yeah we have very like pop choruses and stuff like i don't know um i think like our biggest influence i want to say is like the hotelier probably i say this whenever anyone asks probably like the hotelier in terms of like their nice jangly guitar tone mixed with like how they formulate songs. But we also have that like pop punkiness that the Hotelier doesn't really have, I feel. So like early turnover maybe is like a vibe that we kind of go off of. We did bring up recently um, this little UK screamo band called uh, Healing Powers. And Mm -hmm. like when we first started jamming, that used to be like the only thing that we would jam it was like for me that was my introduction to open tunings which we almost exclusively use so it's like that that was a huge step for me was healing powers in the uk go check out their uh seven inch album on their Bandcamp. it's like it just fucking goes like it's really good it's such a it's one of my favorite albums still probably like top 10 so that album lyrically i want to say uh, obviously like phoebe bridgers i don't know if that even really comes out a lot in this one like i guess on like garamond there's some like clever lyrics and stuff gallows too um theme song the album's like intro has a lot of has some like phoebe vibes i feel in terms of like lyrics um so i think she's probably one of the best songwriters out there right now um yeah i don't know jeff what what feels your your drumming i don't even like at the time of like recording the album i knew what i was listening to but at the time of writing it i can't really like hot mulligan i thought was sick most of the time i go through my phases like half the time i'm listening to emo half the time i'm not so it's like i'm pulling influences from edm and i'm pulling influences from marietta so what are the edm influences on the record like porter robinson Porter Robinson's so good. <laughs> yeah. The baby. <laughs> Bruno, Bruno Mars. We have like Bruno Mars. There's probably like ten bass drops on the album. Yeah. I think there's actually seven. Some of them are like really? we counted at one point. Okay, seven. So there's that one big one in theme song. There's three in no sleep. Three. There are um 
There's one in Gallows. There is one in Holiday. One in Saper Skin. There's two in Holiday. <laughs> there is one big one in uh, Garamond. So I don't know. I wasn't counting. Thank you so much, Jared. I, <laughs> I got you. I'm holding up my fingers. Nine? Counting nine. Counting nine. Let's fucking go. We'll put up a Twitter um, poll, see what the people think. So yeah, we needless to say, if we're counting our base drops, I think we've taken a big step in the uh the pop universe. Um a lot of people might not like fuck with that, but I feel like we definitely have charm still with our new album. Like um I love like maybe albums that aren't like amazing like pop productions, like uh, you know, home like no places there, hotel you're obviously amazing. Uh, Grandview, do you know that band? Like everything between a paint and a wall. That album doesn't have amazing production, but the charm is off the charts, and that's why it's one of our biggest influences. Um, Have Mercy, uh, the Earth pushback. That album sounds like shit. Fuck yeah! Like this sounds so bad, but like <laughs> that's it's an, it's, an like, it's a great album. Yeah, that that's album what makes the album. Charm. Yeah, yeah, arguably for sure. Like, um, and well, we we went with Anton, who does like Seaway. Cleopatric, like big, big band bearings, pop bands, but I still feel like he kind of still made us sound raw. Like we have like screaming parts and like our guitars still sound pretty cool. So that's all that really mattered to us. <laughs> but at the same time, I think our drum sound and uh, our vocals sound a lot better. So yeah. <laughs> um, since you did me- mention uh, Phoebe Bridgers, there's one question that was sweeping the internet. Uh, what was that a week two weeks ago i don't know if you saw the video but she was on snl and she smashed her guitar at the end of her set as, hell yeah that's so sick right as you guys being yeah. musicians what are what is your opinion on on guitar smashing at the end of a set uh if you're grammy nominated you could do whatever the fuck you want yeah i think i think aiden from jail Sox said that so cc cc them um but straight up yeah it's like it's sick do whatever you want. I mean, okay, I still don't feel any ways about it, but like, if you're like, if you're like a local band and you like, like you're a very local, local, local band and you're like at the local pub and you smash your guitar, I'm gonna be like, okay, well, it's your life, but like, I might like, I might roll my eyes, but I'm not gonna like feel any hard ways about it. Like, right. if you get offended over that, like, you're white and 50 years old and a man. And you're ugly <laughs> like straight up but nah i don't like it's cool do whatever the fuck you want it's sick she's rich like <laughs> like whatever it was a dan electro those yeah. guitars don't, <laughs> those guitars don't sound very good <laughs> well like she even said that she reached out to them and was like hey i want to do this with your guitars and okay and they were totally down for it and then she was smashing it on a fake um monitor anyways so it wasn't yeah. going to do any damage to the set and people were yeah. still freaking out. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, uh, I'm, I'm really annoying, man. Like, uh, I saw on like, like Long McQuaid, their like official Facebook page wanted to like be really relevant. I guess they haven't posted in a while, and they posted this thing that was like, posted a picture of like Phoebe smashing the guitar, and and they were like, asked their like Facebook following, which of course is just like a bunch of boomers, right? They were like, well, how did you feel about this circumstance? And everyone's just like, her song sucks. She's she's boring. She's not a rock star. I'll show her how to really do it. 
and just like really misogynistic and like i don't know why like i felt the need to do it but i was like a facebook warrior and i like replied to a bunch of those i was just like shut the fuck up so like i don't know if that makes me petty but like it's just so annoying to see people feel like really strongly about shit i don't know you know (laughs) but yeah you know um jeff what do you think about phoebe <laughs> I literally don't care. Yeah, I, I, it's sad how many like Twitter incels are just crying over it. Yeah. It's like, uh, uh, yeah, it's like that. It is like that. It's just like Twitter. Yeah, I just like delete it, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Let 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 them let a let a let them. Yeah, that's the soundbite right now. <laughs> that's the soundbite currently. Like, drummer hates Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> I'm, he doesn't care about women. <laughs> I like it. Um. Yeah, let's let's just get you guys canceled right before, right after you guys drop a a new new music. That'd be. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I like your such gold flag. Oh, thank you. Someone said we sounded like them in our YouTube comment section, and I was like. I don't really think we do, but that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, that's a that's a major compliment. Uh, that's like one of my favorite bands in the world. So Un- underrated. Somehow, oh, I've literally sure. seen like hundreds and hundreds of posts of saying such gold is underrated, but they just still are underrated, even after yeah. all of this, this band is severely underrated. Posts. So kudos to them for being underrated. Yeah, I mean, also kudos to them. Uh, like for still kicking with it and like doing all this shit because they've been busting their asses for like a quite a while and there's like if you count the amount of times that like they headline a tour it's i can do it on one hand or less than yeah. a hand it's like those guys they've been around for a long ride. time they've yeah. been around for a very long time i honestly though like to keep it real i didn't really know they were a band anymore so <laughs> but. I, I think they're quieted down um just from what i've seen uh, ben, their singer, he's in like a couple other bands now. Like he just start, he just joined like a hardcore band, and then he's in uh, another band that I can't remember the name of off the top of my head. But Sick. I think they're still doing stuff. I hope. Let's go. Yeah. Um, I guess one question for you guys here um, is, what's everyone drinking tonight? Uh, well, I'm drinking the classic male manipulator beer PBR. Uh, it's $35 for a 2-4 at my local grocery store. And so it is the first one I grab. I'm a, I'm a super lightweight. I can't lie. I'm a tiny bit tipsy off my two millimeters of um, millimeters. light wine. <laughs> I'm a little bit tipsy. I'm sorry. Now I'm drinking water out of my contigo water bottle so uh i'm vibing let's go yeah yeah i I got some of that trenton mineral water out of the contigo water bottle i literally like put my finger on like where the nozzle like where the water comes out and there's like dirt on my finger it's so gross (laughs) (laughs) it's so bad dude put your water bottle through the dishwasher (laughs) you'd be drinking that (laughs) i'd be straight up drinking dirt you're you're probably not bad for me i'm like I used to like lick my fingers after touching the those like floor mats that 
took all the snow off your boots, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, just normal shit. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> I was doing that shit today. You When's the last time any of you guys got, like, a planter's ward on your foot? A what? Never. Never. Planter's ward? A, a ward? I've never warded, ever. Really? If I'm being real. I've, it's been, like, a decade for me, but I used to go to, like, public pools, and I used to just, like, get out of the public pools, and then the next day I'd have, like, a big ward on my foot. So I was just wondering if you guys had those. Anyways, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Life in Canada must be rough, like... Getting warts and pools and shit. Like I thought, I, I thought like America was supposed to be the gross one, you know. That's not a state thing. Plantar warts. <laughs> like that's a real, that's a real thing. On YouTube, it's like satisfying to see them get removed. Um, yeah, they use like this this compound W. It's called. It's like this this serum, and you put it on the wart, and it like bubbles up, and then the wart like literally explodes. It's sick. Go watch it. <laughs> Doctor Pimple Popper. Doctor Wart. Go watch it while you listen to the new the new release. It syncs up perfectly, right? It's actually the soundtrack. Yeah, you have to watch the video in reverse though. Official official music video to um, safer skin is just gonna be fucking war removal. <laughs> I like it. Sounds good. Uh, I guess for anyone listening that still cares, I'm also drinking a nice cold frothy, Pabst Blue Ribbon, uh, because, you know. What else am I going to drink for 90% of these episodes? <laughs> Are you sponsored? Is this? A, do they sponsor this podcast? Or? No, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm fucking trying so hard. <laughs> we'll, we'll push for it. We'll push for it. That's a, that would be awesome. Like, I sent an email, and then they never responded, so then I stopped drinking it for, like, a couple days, and then I went right back because I couldn't help it. It's so easy. It's yeah. so easy. My name's Alan. <laughs> yeah, man, this is this is fun. I like it. This is like our second time ever. Yeah, we it. found each other at like a Halloween party. <laughs> um, they were like giving me drinks. I was like thirteen. <laughs> Just like change change the entire story. Like, <laughs> yeah, Jeff and I are actually like I'm Jeff's uncle, and uh... okay, I don't have anything funny. <laughs> Honestly, that was super weird. Uh, I don't know if it's just because I updated Zoom, but I've like the last two episodes I did were like almost two hours long, and like I never got stopped. It was great. I saw some of them like long as fuck. I was like, damn, this guy must be asking all the right questions. Like, holy, holy. Uh, they might gift you with reg- like uh, Ryan was saying. Our manager, like, yeah, every once in a while they'll just like not put a limit on it. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I've had that experience with like school where it would just be like Zoom. Did you? hour um but now that we're back uh, don't worry i'll cut all that stuff out no no one will know no one will okay know. Who's, who's i wish i know? knew i wish i knew <laughs> um i've got another one <laughs> i've got the christmas cracks this side of the border Ooh. Mm-hmm. oh the mic kind of the mic kind of this, this <laughs> i'm a professional beer cracker so a what? Well, you are a beer, beer beer opener, I should say. No, <laughs> it's not funny anymore. Can we can we cut that part? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, we'll work on we'll it. Cut that part. Just start the second segment with Jeremy coughing, <laughs> or just the word cracker. <laughs> um. So you just released two music videos now. 
who comes up are you, are you guys coming up with those concepts for those videos or do you have someone like kind of do it all for you our uh, our friend from chicago noah keckler is the wizard behind the uh the footage that isn't the band footage so like the concept of the videos is all noah's like i can't say enough about that that kid he's like 18 years old oh we're, we're all 20 and jeff's jeff's 18 so that's our age if anyone cares i don't know why but, that, but like just to give her like some bio biographical information i guess uh but noah's just like this 18 year old film school student who like i saw a couple of his like music videos circulating the internet for like this like indie bedroom pop band called uh, dad sports from ottawa ontario so just a couple hours from us and he did some spectacular music videos for them and i feel like well, i felt like at the time seeing them i was just like we got to get this guy on board but we're uh, we're a bunch of narcissists so we wanted to be in the video as well and i we couldn't go down to like chicago because COVID, of course mm -hmm. right so he would come up with like a treatment and then he would like leave spaces in the videos where the band shots would be and then we got mike who plays in bearings to shoot all of our band footage he did a spectacular job of that as well um and yeah that's kind of just how the videos were made but all all noah though like noah is a is a king he he killed the videos he's gonna be in the industry for a long time and he'll probably do some some crazy shit. he's super talented yeah, because I haven't gotten around to seeing the the Garamond video, but No Sleep video was was super sick. And then it was, like, main reason I asked that was because it was tripping me up because you guys are Canadian, they're holding up like American money and stuff for their robbery. Yeah. And I was like, wait, this one, this doesn't add up at all. Yeah, and the license plates are uh, Chicago too, right? yeah. <laughs> or, or Illinois rather it would be. But yeah, watch watch the Garamond video. It's a that's our favorite. I think I think okay. all three of us like that video. Um, but like no sleep is no sleep is exactly what Noah wanted to do. He wanted to do like a, um, spring breakers, like baby driver feel music video and he like killed it. So it, when he told us that was his idea, I honestly was like, damn, this is not our vibe. Like if you listen to like watercolor or whatever, it's like, mm -hmm. like sad, super angsty shit, but we felt like it would like resonate with a bigger crowd. So we were like, go off, do whatever you want. Um, so yeah. Yeah. No, like I definitely see what he what he was envisioning, and it worked very well. Um, for those of you that haven't watched the music videos yet, um, definitely go check them out. Um, basically, just check out everything Arms Length is doing. Obviously, that's why they're on here. Uh, uh, don't care what we're doing. We fucking suck. <laughs> um, so I, I feel like we're also at like the point in most of these episodes where I like to have bands talk about um some fun stories from either shows or little tour runs that you guys have done that uh really just you know can be shitty stories can be good stories can give insight more into what the band's like uh behind Jeremy, closed doors. i have no idea what you're laughing about because i feel we're, like zero. we're gonna take an L. uh That's I, what so so okay we've played like like six shows. six shows like because basically we released in august of 2019 uh all of us were in school that following year so it was like we were just doing like the occasional weekend show but i do remember one story that alan was telling about um two stories that alan has um one about gabe from young culture if you want to <laughs> well okay yeah so like <laughs> 
okay so like okay we're the new kids on the block right we're this new band and so um we we played our first show with like big bands we played with young culture and romancer two bands that like we were really still are really into uh, romancer fucking the most talented people in the entire world um so we played that show we were super excited and like i guess we kind of gave off like a bit of like a nervous vibe because we were like such a new band like we were literally a band for like four months at that time like super super young and it was our first time playing with big acts of course so i guess we gave like a nervous vibe or whatever and so i was just like trying to talk to uh gabe from young culture who's uh quite the guy he rocks but like i didn't we didn't like know each other or anything right and like at that time they probably just think we're like some shitty local band right and we were at the time um and like i don't know we were just like talking and i was just like how old are you man and he's like i'm 39 and i'm like what and like for some reason i believed it and i was like yo like gabe from young Cult i like told ben i'm like gabe from young culture is 39 years old like what is he doing at the mansion bar in kingston ontario canada like kind of kind of sus but turns out he's like 24 and i was just like weird and like naive so yeah <laughs> that's that story i guess so we just got punked that's okay we were you know maybe one day we can punk a smaller band than us yeah. and there you, go. Full circle. <laughs> you know they i'll just tell someone jeff's fucking 105 <laughs> like an ancient vampire you just tell them what my actual age is and they don't believe it half the time here's me yeah. documenting one of my giant l's so i'm not like a i don't think i'm like a super awkward person but like sometimes i can totally be awkward so we played a show in Oakville, Ontario, and um, like no one was really vibing with our set. It was just evident no one fucked with our set, really. They were like, they were like, like headbanging along, but just like no one knew us, right? And um, when I went to like introduce our band, I said, "Hi, we're Belleville from Arm's Length." So I mixed up our location with our fucking band name, and then. Like I didn't like play it cool, but I automatically like laugh my fucking ass off at myself. And like everyone's just like, this guy's a fucking lunatic. Like, what's he doing? I'm like, ha 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 ha! I can't believe I said that. Um, yeah. And so that was a big L. But like, whatever. I don't think about it anymore. But like, at the time, I was like, damn, I'm a fucking beta male. <laughs> so that was. A big L. <laughs> I, I can't. We don't have any other stories. Like. We played six shows, man. Like, what is another story we have? Um, we played one headline gig. That that was probably one of my favorites. Um, Jeremy's like, Jeremy and Jeff have like a super supportive family. So they like came from far and wide, like literally. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, so when we played that Toronto headliner, uh, we had family fly in from Winnipeg, which is like in Manitoba, like dead center of Canada. So they like, oh, it was... <sighs> They flew in just for the and show. They flew yeah. in for the show. Well, they flew in for the show, and then also, like, other family was all convening there, so it was really convenient. And I remember um, Auntie Mo, uh, <laughs> Jeff and I's great aunt, she got hammered. She was very, very, very drunk at the show, and at one point she uh, she knocked Alan's mic over into the crowd. I have no idea why she was at the exact front like right in front of the stage, but she <laughs> fell onto the stage, onto Alan's guitar pedals, and knocked his mic into the crowd. <laughs> yeah, my, my pedal board was like, woo, 
like yeah like all the knobs turned she pressed like the reverse delay so like the heaviest part of our song it was just like like these fucking ambient sounds so that's like a story jeremy's family is super supportive but yeah they got rowdy go firefighters (laughs) go firefighters Uh, go firefighters i don't know why we're doing an inside joke when we literally have a fourth person here that doesn't know what the fuck talking about. <laughs> so go firefighters jerry is that your uncle that yeah, screamed that that's, during that's, that? that's my uncle kirk he's a he's a firefighter and uh in between like three songs he would just like scream into this small little bar louder than anything else like Woo! Firefighters! Is he a Man. firefighter? Yes! <laughs> ah! So we, ha- we had to shout out firefighters. Oh, I just smashed my knee. Um, yeah. I, wasn't it, it was during, like, Corbin Giroux's set and Corbin yeah. rocked, but his music is, like, super, like, uh, I've said the word ambient, I think, three times, but I like might... Like, intimate, I would say, in that setting, very like... Intimate, soft, very, like, ASMR, like, like it's very like um you know resonates it's supposed to resonate but it doesn't resonate as much when fucking uncle kirk is screaming go firefighter <laughs> or going during corbin Giroux's set corbin Giroux plays in rarity by the way which is a band you might know or during his set going let's go arm's length let's go arm's length <laughs> it just makes us look kind of funny but it all worked out okay i also went to the bathroom <laughs> like that night at the fucking bar which i hate doing and uncle kirk walks in on me bro he walks in on me and he says i forget what he said he's just like this guy's taking a dump or whatever i was like <laughs> i'm already anxious because i hate shitting in public but like now you're like telling everyone i'm shitting like thanks man i was supposed to not shit like you know now people now people know girls don't poo <laughs> now people know yeah <laughs> But honestly, those are like our only stories, I think, really? Um, Yeah, we're really, we're like a new band, so stories to come. I can't wait to share them all with you. We had a mutual friend we found out, actually, at that same Toronto show. We found out like the day after or something that like they went out uh, like after our set or like at some point (laughs) and... uh, they just went to the parking lot and pissed on a random truck, which happened to be the truck that we were driving <laughs> to do this little weekend mini tour. So our, that was our third funny. ever show, and we, our truck just gets pissed on. Like, thanks. <laughs> our truck's like white, too. Like, you fucking saw the mark. L. But wait, it L was a mutual friend between, like, you two, like, and you, or like, Jeff, sorry, I'm looking at my screen doing you two and you like, like you know, we're all in different spots on each other's screens. Iron Man, like mutual friend between like Jeff and Jeremy and then Alan, or like, uh, it was like at, at our at the time it was like our good friend's boyfriend who oh. was, took a piss in the parking lot on our truck. We weren't that mad about it. We we're pretty chill with uh, yeah. with, we liked pee. So. <laughs> Nah, but yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, I'm sorry we don't have like better stories. Like we literally haven't gone on tour. Like we're small. Like we we had a month ago or a month and a bit ago, we had like eight thousand monthly listeners. So like 
I think our story, our best stories are to come still. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, definitely to come still. Uh, but don't be bummed that you don't have, like, you don't feel like you have, like, good stories. Those were good, funny stories uh, to start out your your uh, scrapbook of, of tour shitty stories and things like that. Um, cause like, like you mentioned, you guys are still a young band. I mean, six shows before COVID cause COVID really fucked that up. Cause who knows what, where you guys could have been at this point. Um, we were supposed to play some six shows. We had a show lined up with bearings, um, locket, heavy hearts. Heavy hearts is a really, wow. We literally never talk about heavy hearts, but they're a really good band from Ontario. Mm-hmm. I think they're from the, man, I don't even know. I think they're from the Oakville region as well. They rock. We should play that show. That was supposed to be like our biggest show yet. That, that sold out in like two hours it was crazy we were so nervous <laughs> like so nervous we i was watching it. i was in class like looking at my phone like looking at the tickets like oh no oh no i <laughs> hope I, I hope i hope our friends grab tickets so that like yeah people know us exactly exactly the good thing about that show is supposed to be at uh, the doors pub in hamilton ontario and apparently that venue already sounds like shit so if uh jeremy and i weren't having our best like vocal night it could have been excused um, because no one could hear us. But yeah, oh, we are really excited. We love those bands. Uh, so this is more just like a, a personal question on my end because obviously scenes down here are a lot different than like scenes would be up there and we're all, everyone's pretty familiar with like the bigger bands that come out of the, the Canada area. Um, is it, does it tend to be a lot of, sh- shows that like the local bands play is it mainly just like the bigger bands like headlining and then you like a local band or is it pretty balanced out like what's the like what's the ratio to like seaway wanting to play like a local show with like locket or something like that and then you guys like wanting to do your own shows type deal if that makes sense at all it does make sense yeah because mm-hmm. like hard. a lot of what you're, you're you're mentioning is like you guys were playing with like locket bearings and stuff like that but are those dudes just doing that many shows type deal where you guys just are they're just adding in the filler or are you guys still able to is there still a big thriving community of like local diy musicians at the same time yeah i would say like because like yeah feel free to jeff and jeremy for you guys to to have your opinion on this too but like yeah i'd say like that that's a good question because like no i feel like because it's such a priority for canadian bands to get into the states right that's where all the money is that's where you make money from touring um because of that um i feel like there's a little bit of a lack of a diy presence like um we we've created some shows um but like we had four songs. When we headlined Toronto, we had four songs out. We had no business headlining Toronto. Like, that was just because that was a DIY show that we created. It was like us, Mary and Adelaide, Corbin Giroux, and Bed Warmer. So, like, all, like, four in the grand scheme of things, very small Ontario acts. Um, but that being said, every now and again, probably like every couple months, those big bands, Lockett, Seaway, Bearings, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, will come back from their tours and like come hang out at, like in Ontario and then have these smaller acts on board, um, which is really cool. Like Locket, like that that was just like supposed to be like a 
relevant <laughs> let's stop. that sounds kind of mean but like relevant um ontario acts get together and play a show so like you know bearings us locket heavy heart those were like the four that they thought were sick um but there's also like it was it was supposed to be this whole thing it, it's hard to talk about now because it didn't really come to fruition because of covid but it was like emo night north it was called so you, you have emo nights down there so yeah. we were trying to do like our own spin up here um and so that was like the second night of it was supposed to be bearings locket heavy hearts us and then the first night of it was sick it was like lake pacific romancer rarity and nightwell i think so four really solid bands so they just they just gathered like eight relevant ontario bands and just threw them together and there might only be like 10 so <laughs> not yeah. Like, like yeah i remember like in like one one of my like big things that like for me i've like always wanted to do is there's like uh holiday mixers christmas mixers i think it is hmm. in uh in toronto where it's just like it's a six band bill but it's like all of like ontario wide it's so sick it was like who was it rarity pine counterparts counterparts fucking love counterparts uh, there's like harm's way on that that, i think that was a different show because there was like another counterparts harm's way show and then they also played a holiday mixer which was sick i was gonna harm's way isn't canadian but like yeah yeah. (laughs) um but yeah i agree jer like like to play that's been a goal for me yeah like Oh, we'd be so nervous though. Holy shit. Yeah. We're so nervous to tour. That's a big thing. Like like we, we barely played a place that had a stage right now. Like <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know what we're gonna do. Cause like we haven't like exploded. Like no one's like, I really badly wanna see arms like. But like we have gotten to the point now where we feel like pressured to, to deliver like a really good show um to people. So <laughs> we, we hope we can do that. But yeah, we we love counterparts. That's a that's a band I like forgot was from Ontario because we just like idolize them a little uh, bit. They're from like Hamilton, uh, aren't they? Yeah, they're from Hamilton. Yeah, they're like yeah. bigger than Ontario. It's... Yeah, they they <laughs> rock. Um, like literally, like in Garamond, like the the eh part, like the bleh part, was just like our counterparts' influence there. So, so. Um, yeah. Like weeks that I don't have a band, uh, I do this side project uh, incorporated still with beers with bands called Beers with Michael, where it's just me, uh, usually drunk, uh, rambling on about uh, a band that I like really love and a band that like people should listen to. Uh, the one that's getting released this Friday um, is actually the band that I chose was Counterparts because how can you not love Counterparts? Just such a solid discography. That's got to yeah. be my favorite Canadian band. Yeah, last in the in the 2010s, my favorite Canadian band was Counterparts. The difference between Hell and Home is like, I was so into that like melodic hardcore shit. So I was on like my kind of like in 2014 in grade eight. I had no business being this fucking suicidal and depressed in grade eight, but I was listening to like Counterparts, Being as an Ocean, all those like Tumblr ass bands capsize which i know they're fucking assholes now but they were they like i thought their music was cool at the time yep. uh being a, i think i said being as an ocean uh worthwhile was sick and then i just got like more into emo shit but counterparts like shaped my angsty early teenage years early to mid teenage years just a perfect album the difference between hell and home is my favorite counterparts album i would love Same. to hear all of your opinions on well like like i mentioned in that episode uh there's 
there's like emo and there's pop punk emo and then there's that fucking album like it's its yeah. own it's its own fucking realm like it's like nothing touches it technical melodic hardcore yeah. and it works so well yeah it's literally perfect i don't know yeah. what to say but it's great uh so i've been getting into i also mentioned this in the episode but fuck it uh i i've been recently getting into like records and starting my own collection and i was super uh, lucky i don't know how i still don't know how i pulled this off i was able to get my hands on a sealed difference between hell and home and a sealed profits profits yeah that's gotta be rare yeah straight up i don't that's tight wow i was yeah yeah damn their whole like profits is still listenable like current will carry us has like it's good songs too like reflection i'm gonna cry to that song still probably (laughs) if i were to put it on like yeah counterparts is like like was my favorite band for five years maybe four years so crazy shit um i don't jeff really loves kind of our student and jeremy like we're all we're all huge fans we, one we of get... our, it's like one of our like we we haven't jammed in a minute like okay we'll play like the lost. intro to compass or lost oh, yeah nice. it's just like let's get our tones sorted out see how loud each of us are <laughs> yeah play counterpart song it's always the lost like the down and god i'm getting hyped on it right now yeah i i can't wait to play that again i know i want to jam you guys might come down with us, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I mean, since you that, like, since COVID's going on, you guys haven't really gotten together at all then to jam or anything like that, right? Not to jam, really. No, I, I made the mistake of, so I signed a lease while we were in Toronto for, like, Kingston. Like, I digitally signed it. And basically, that just removed me because we're separated. Like, Ontario's doing a zoning thing where it's, like, every health unit is its own zone and so i've been separated from them and also like just being mindful like i don't want to like personally i work in like the food service industry and i'm seeing like actually hundreds of people in a week right yeah. so like i just don't want to go back and like like hey guys what's up and now i have kill my family like <laughs> you know so yeah no that's that's very understandable uh it's it's nice it's kind of interesting to hear like how all these different places are doing things differently. Um, because like I'm from, so like I'm living in Minneapolis. I moved up like right at the height of lockdowns and stuff, wear a mask out in public. I wear a mask eight hours a day at work. Uh, the state that I'm from just lifted their, their, uh, mask regulations. And they were just basically like, fuck it, do what you, do what you want. Uh, and they're wondering why they're, numbers are spiking like are the governor's a piece of shit like if places are doing things properly like wear a fucking mask yeah agree but you know i say that every episode don't don't worry about that um so so we we talked about the first release we talked about um everything nice no everything fine Everything fine. Everything nice. Everything nice. Everything nice. Like, God damn it. Sugar, sugar and spice. <laughs> Everything nice. Okay. Like yeah. all day I kept doing that. Um, but that okay. Want to know? Fun fact: We were supposed <laughs> to. We might have we, like we were considering changing our band name to Everything Nice for like ten minutes, <laughs> and then we were like, Nah, let's name our album that, and that's why it's our album. But yeah, 
arm's length was supposed to be everything nice for like 10 minutes. So, I mean, since you bring that up, where's the the name arm's length? Where does that come from? A Facebook group chat from, what, 2015 when we were 15 years old being like... I literally, I literally said, like, arm's length would be a sick band name. No responses. And then there was... Yeah. <laughs> And then no one named. Okay, straight up though, why are we the first band like to ever name their band Arms Length? Like that's kind of fucked. Like there's at Arms Length, there's Arms Reach, there's like Arms Length one word. I just want to know why we're the first band to call themselves like Arms Length because that's we were so surprised it wasn't taken. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that's some weird shit. Like take it, please. Uh, but we're happy it wasn't taken. Um, Arms Length doesn't come for, from anything. It literally is just one of those bands that we thought sounded sick. We thought we could literally do any sound we wanted and still have been called Arms Length, which is the main reason. Yeah. We were considering some like stupid fucking band names, like Sweet Spot we considered for a bit. What would that have been like? That would have been bad. That, that would sound... have been a, a local cover band. Like, yes. <laughs> like <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, What else? Anther? Anther was one, and then we found out it's like part, like, of, part of a flower. Which yeah, is like, it's a it's a sex organ of a flower. Yeah, so I, like I, arms length and sex, like that's not just like we do. We never. I don't think we'll ever talk about sex in a song. Like, obviously, like sex is like normal, but like I don't think we will. I just don't see it, and I don't see it's, it. In it's like, not art. part of our creative. Like, We're not field medic. I fuck with field medic though. Oh no, my god. Of and like so heavy maybe we will i don't know what do you think what do you think about like sex and songs like i'm trying to think of like emo songs that have that subject matter and like the only because thing emo is so like male manipulatory <laughs> i'm like when i hear it in a song i'm like cool like that's I, I mean yeah especially like this day and age it's it's hard to want to hear it in a song because like I mean, growing up with, like, Brand New and stuff like that, where all that shit just turned out to be fucking bad juju entirely, like, I'd, I mean, it's cool if, like, you have, like, a kind of meaning towards it, but not, like, going towards it, like, I'm fine without it. It it depends how you say it. If you, like, dissect Brand New's lyrics, they're, like, literally, like, male manipulator lyrics, too, like, yeah. They'll admit that. They're like, I like I wouldn't be surprised if one of their lyrics was like, I will fucking like manipulate you. Like they're really like if you dissect their lyrics, if they're super black and white about it. I guess like if you were like meticulous and like I don't know, if you put it the right way, like I guess sex can be cool in music, but I just um sometimes it just rubs me wrong. Like yeah. I, I mean if it's weird. if it's not your thing, then it's not arm's length thing and just keep doing what arm's length does. And uh, the next album is going to be called Sex. <laughs> you know what? Actually, like one bit group that I think actually kind of does that like sexy lyric thing is like Bay Faction. That's what I was going to mention. It's like brutally, brutally like honest from the perspective of like, like just a human being being shitty and yeah. recognizing that they're being shitty. That's fair. Yo. Joyce Manor has like having sex in the morning. Like that's that's like. That's sick. So it just depends how you do it. It depends on the vibe. I feel like if like, I don't know, man. Let's let's try to write a song about sex one day. How about <laughs> let's just do it. 
this, we've been talking about this for a long time, but yeah, I guess I, the, at the end of the day, I feel no ways about it. Mm -hmm. Great. It's, it's so like niche, like it, you have to have it right or else it's completely wrong. Yeah. yeah. That's a good way to put it, Jer. Um, oh yeah. So back to what I was trying to get to, uh, so we talked about the first release. We talked about um, everything nice, um, sugar and spice. You know, got to get it all in there. Uh, where can people find your music if they wanted to? Not if they wanted to. When they go to listen to everything nice and any please, of your other music, please just stream us on Spotify. Like, I know we don't get paid the most there, but just like, I want the numbers. Like, we want the numbers. Please go stream us on Spotify. Yeah, we're on like every major streaming platform, which is really nice. Um, however, the main metric we use to measure where we're at currently is Spotify. Yeah. Um, and like also like everybody's talking about like oh Bandcamp is great for artists, but like at the moment like we get an, we get an email from Bandcamp that says like yo somebody just purchased your album for five dollars, and then because we were selling merch there. Um, Bandcamp will just that's why they're doing the free the Friday uh, like the royalties thing because like artists, $5 paid to your album and it's like $4.92 uh, cut because of revenue share and like all this stuff so like Bandcamp is like not, like straight up just not paying us in the end damn yeah agree but yeah so we'll be available anywhere though like Deezer, <laughs> title, Twitch um, music, Apple. Don't forget the Apple Music, Radio Radioactive, bro. The Imagine Radio Dragons of streaming platforms. Hopefully on the radio soon. Uh, <laughs> Samsung Galaxy commercial coming soon. <laughs> Didn't drop that yet. Yeah, bunch of bunch of cool shit. But yeah, it would be awesome if uh, you guys streamed us anywhere, really. But. We just, yeah, like Jeremy said, we, we use Spotify to, like, measure how cool we are, so. Like the so we know the TikToks are working. True. TikTok, too. Follow our fucking TikTok. Yeah. Do you guys got a band TikTok, too? We do. We're, like, we're not big on them, but, like, I, I'd say we're, like, we have numbers on TikTok. I think that's, like, arguably our most successful platform. Like, actually. Absolutely. We're just, like, yeah, it, it is. We have the most followers on it. We get the most interactions from it. Yeah. Go follow our TikTok, Arms Length Band. And I no, it's say, Arms Yank, isn't it? Arms Length Band. No, no, it's band. changed now. No, did you change it? Switched it, yeah. Um, please go follow us. It honestly fucking hurts my soul to post a TikTok. Like, sometimes it's fun, but sometimes it's like the pity talk where it's like, hi, I'm Alan from Arms Length. Please stream my band. I would very much like it if you did that. And it's just like, I just lose like respect for myself but in the in not... the in this pandemic it's like content is king the more stuff yeah. you can put in front of people is exactly. like absolutely critical yeah i mean i, I think I, I listened to an interview the other day and someone was like as soon as the pandemic hit all these bands be, had to become content creators like overnight to stay relevant and that's 100 percent what's going on um, until shows are able to come back. Um, one final question before we take off here, uh, and then you guys can say like your outros because Zoom's being shitty again. Uh, 
this is twenty twenty one is gonna be the start of the third year, full I guess, since the release and everything like that of Arms Length. What can people expect to come from here? Yeah. Um, so everything nice was our I, was like I'd say that was our attempt of writing like six bangers. Um, I hope you guys fuck with that. Whoever's listening, I hope you guys like that. Our next album, we're, I think, like, personally, I think we're all on board, though. We're trying to make, like, our LP, like, our first full-length, like, really, really good. And I think we're going to, like, slave to make it, like, a great album. So um, Everything Nice is going to be bangers. And then um, our LP will be bangers, too. Just, like, we're just going to try really hard to make it. Yeah. So expect, like, good things. But also don't be surprised if we break up in the next three years. (laughs) <laughs> like i don't know like yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll be on like our emo emo rep whatever at that point like yeah just like making money after our big emo full-length album expect us to like switch our sound entirely or something <laughs> but like i don't know we're putting like all of our effort i feel like into our next album like we have to i think that's just like yeah. the goal of the band we yeah. want to make like a cult classic album so Let's fucking do it. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, definitely keep me posted uh, on on the, the aspects of that, and I'll definitely be keeping an eye on you guys. Um, like I said, listen to Arm's Length, because they're fucking sick, and they deserve the listens. Go listen to them on Spotify. Show them how much they're getting listened to. Um, before we take off, do you guys have any last words? Stream our new album, Everything Nice. Yeah. Please stream it. I really hope you like it. And if you don't like it, please stream it just because. <laughs> just play it on your laptop while you're in bed. Just like, yeah. turn the volume down. Just do it, man. Jeff, what do you got? Uh, I'm pretty hungry. Uh, listen to listen to Checkmate the Bin. They're really good. True. Ch- Shadow Checkmate. I, I forgot Shadow to show them out last time. Uh, they're really good and underrated emo bin. They make you feel. Yeah. Any, any any shout outs, uh, Jeremy or Alan? Uh, that you might have missed on the last t- time you guys got a chance? Keep, keep an eye on Romancer. Um, they already have big numbers time. on Spotify, but keep a big eye on Romancer. Um, their next album is going to be big for sure. So that's all I'll say. Um, yeah. Stream everything nice by us. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, shout out Mary and Adelaide. Um, they fuck simple as that um and follow our band stream our band if you like us we don't want that negative energy we, do, we just want good vibes also neg ryan to release another castlefield record yeah or something. yeah big ryan fits to re-record to record again i should say <laughs> castlefield sick band ryan fits get on it make them a band again fits is our manager he used to be in castlefield castlefield sick band um, yeah, we want them to come back. But that's all the shout outs. Shout outs, Beers with Bands podcast. Shout out, Beers with Bands. Let's fucking go. Yeah, Thank you. Cheers. Shout out my mom cheers sending to all the merch bands. today. And shout out to Michael. Uh, let's go. Paps, Paps sponsorship incoming. Uh, dude, yeah. Fucking, let's make this happen. Uh, that's Paps, the game I love you. Um, let's see if I can do this in less than a minute. Uh, if you or anyone you know should be on an episode of Beers with Bands, please let me know. 
Uh, I'd love to have them on, obviously. Borders and no boundaries, because I got the fucking internet. Um, other than that, I got some sick episodes coming up soon. Uh, definitely go check out Everything's Nice. Uh, I'll definitely be posting about it. And before we take off, sorry, Jeremy, last crack of the episode. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, so catch you boys sexy. on the next one. Catch you on see, the next one. See ya. There you go. <laughs>